New Cubans. New Cubans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Time for a change.
we don't get it all out there real quick. I have I have video for you here. It happened uh, in Japan. I guess we were asleep when this happened. Former vice, uh, former Prime Minister Shinzo Ib was assassinated during a speech. Now he's no longer, and the video's there. So here, here's the video. <laughs> Now, 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 look, I'm not making fun of this. The man died. He was assassinated right in the middle of the street. And they got, they, they, they got pictures of the, the fella uh, getting tackled by the police there in, uh, in Japan. Uh, Tetsuya Yamagami is that dude's name. Now, and, and now, now, God damn it, we need to talk about gun control. Hey, aren't the gun laws pretty damn strict in Japan? See, th- this is this is why when everybody yells gun control and all this kind of shit, I look at other countries like this. Dudes out there, I don't even see the police tackling them having no guns. Oh, I, I just shot this bitch down. Look here. Look here, I'm I, I'm I'm trying to make a point by proving a point. How stupid he is! How do you get a gun in Japan? I don't know. I I I don't know. But once again, once again, I want to point out when bad people want to do shit, they're gonna do shit. And what we need to do is go after them. We need to stop coming after people who own guns and things legally because if it is so, in fact, hard to get a gun in Japan, this guy got one, walked down to the middle of the street, and this was right in the middle of a street somewhere. It's craziness. Let's say some good morning, shall we? Who's first one here? Andrew, first one here, says, happy Friday, ass family. I think someone summoned Wyatt Earp from the dead because hell came with them. It's damn hot today. No, oh, it's, it. look, it's July time in Texas. It is hot. Scott says, good morning, Arnie Nass family. Is there a Mount Rushmore? I don't have a Mount Rushmore for today. I'm sorry. I apologize. I, 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 I spaced it. I, I'll, I'll do better next week, I promise. Uh, Swoosh says, uh, morning, Nass family. Happy Friday. Derek's in the house. He says, good morning, ass family. Thank God it's finally fucking Friday. Woo, yes, indeed. Indeed, it is a Friday, and... Oh, my lucky stars. Oh, my gosh. Braddy Kid is in the house. Political correctness is a manifestation of lack of fucking self-esteem because you're all cunts. Wow, there you go. Wait, she, she's in a great mood today. Hope you have a wonderful day. Swoosh says Cupid Shuffle. He said to the left. I said, nope, never going left. Those people are whack jobs. Oh, Kale's in the house. He says, I actually get to listen today and not just for a few minutes. Turn down for what, motherfuckers? Yeah. Straight Fire says, I love the ass. Alicia says, good morning and happy Friday, y'all. Swoosh says, Arnie and his Speedo doing a wiggle dance for Friday, pretty much. Uh, Brett says, good morning, enjoying the ass on my birthday. Oh, it's your birthday today. Well, and... Uh, happy birthday to you. 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 Happ
Brett. There you go. All right. Hangtown Jen's in the house. Morning, ass. Happy first Friday is Mr. Grandpa States. No, that it's Mr. Arnie. And, and just for you, I have the New Hampshire s'more. The New Hampshire s'more. Jesus Christ, buckle the f- for this one. All right. So first, you take a massive sh- in a girl's mouth. Then, she gets on her knees and gives you head with it still in her mouth. Good goddamn, ew. After you bust in her mouth, she spits the jizz-covered turd into your mouth, followed by you spitting it into her vag, and then you f*** her. Wow. There's some fucking crazy-ass people out there, I tell you. Uh, let's see. Uh, due to international datelines, uh, has this actually happened yet? Yes, it did. I am not speaking in the future. Did the prime minister get shot, or did someone walk up to him and said, hiya, his ass? No, there was none of this. This is what the police did. If a man comes to attack you, and you know kung fu, you're going to hiya him, right? Yeah, I mean, you are, and then... Nathan, call 911. Yes, the gun laws are very strict. I could not carry one as a part of my duties as a federal agent on an American base. Wow. Uh, it was a home-built gun. All right. Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. How are you on this Friday? The criminals in California get guns in the state uh, with the most strictest gun laws in the country. Uh, Illinois, the same. Illinois is the fourth. I, I want you to think about this. We, we, we make a joke of it. We mock it. We talk about how many shootings happen in Chicago each and every weekend. And God damn it, I, I should have recorded this. Peter Ducey fucking nailed, nailed the press secretary. I, I mean, totally nailed her because he kept bringing up these laws. He says, do you think the people, the 57 people that got shot this weekend, do you think their shooters were following gun laws? Oh, she had nothing to say. It was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Happy Friday, uh, Hot Mama. I hope you have a great day today. Uh, let's see. Where are we going? And Rise is in the house. Good morning to you in Oklahoma. Uh, that escalated quickly. Nope, nope. Hard pass. He is pretty damn cute for having Florida's jeans in him. All right. Uh, v. Coop, how in the fuck is that possible? Like, really? He nailed her despite being a lesbo. He is really a stud. Oh, I, I mean, I mean completely. He crushed her soul. I love Peter Ducey. Peter Ducey should just run for fucking governor of Texas. I like that guy. I don't think he's from here, but. Uh, okay, so today, big day. Christopher, Christopher, I know you're out there. I, I, I know it's not school time, but I know you're out there listening. An amazing job last night on the brand new review for the Thor movie. Now, I've seen clips of it, and it looks too comedic to me. He says it's fantastic. So good job on yet another amazing review. And you can check that out all over social media. By the way, I can't wait to see you can start checking out all his reviews at ArnieRadio.com because we did some more work on the uh, on the website. The website's looking fantastic. It's going to be a little change, a little change, but not nothing bad. So there you go. But great review there, Christopher. Um, by the way, uh, the last episode of The Boys, uh, the season finale, came out last night. I watched it for you this morning. I'm not going to ruin it. 
but it is phenomenal. Man, just when I think this show can't get much better, they pull off this season. <laughs> oh, I have to respond with a giant ha-ha-ha text uh, to someone. <laughs> no spoilers. No, I, I'm not going to spoil. I'm just going to say real quick, wow. Just wow. This entire season has been phenomenal of the boys. <laughs> and then I'm canceling my free trial of Amazon Prime membership. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to spoil anything. It, it, all, all I'll say is it's great. I was happy with it. But then I got some bad news this morning. Yeah, I, I, I got some really, really bad news this morning. It's not coming out until probably the end of the year. But my favorite show, I would have to say it is my favorite show because it makes me so happy. And that is Ted Lasso on the Apple Network. Season 3 will in fact be the final hurrah for Ted Lasso. I'll be sad to see it go, but what a run it had. Three glorious years. Easily. The only reason I would ever pay any attention to soccer. Ted Lasso, God bless you. You will be missed. Uh, your out says, looks like I came in at the right time. R.I.P. Ted Lasso, thank God. Just because you didn't like this show, it's got one more season. It's coming out probably in November, December. God, that was a great show. Um, trying to think what I watched last night. Anything on last night? Nothing was really good. No, I didn't. I watched a bunch of reruns. It's nothing's in right now. Oh, I, I told you all about the, uh, the, the terminal list on Amazon. Hey, Ogre. Ogre, before you cancel the Amazon membership, watch the terminal list with Chris Pratt. It's fantastic. Uh, all right. All right. So do, do we have all the stuff out of the way? All right. We got it all out the way. We, we can start the show. Okay. Well, it looks like Brittany Griner has pled guilty to bringing in marijuana in to Russia. Something, by the way, that we all knew about here. Um, she, uh, she could face up to 10 years in a Russian prison. She said that, uh, oh, wait, where, where, where is, I, I, I love her, uh, uh, I would like to plead guilty on the charges against me. I had no intention on breaking any Russian law. I was in a rush packing, and the cartridges accidentally ended up in my bag. Whoops-a-daisy. <laughs> Can rapists do that? You know, I was in a hurry, and my dick accidentally fell into that underage girl so many times. 
Her lawyer says, Brittany sets an example of being brave. She decided to take full responsibility for her actions as she knows that she is a role model for many people. Uh, uh, season 4 rocked. Our whole family stoked for when Season 5 comes out, but that won't be until 2023-24. Okay. Uh, she's a big dummy. Oh, she is a big dummy. I, I look, look, look here. I have no love for Brittany Griner. I, I, she's still not even better than the worst NBA player, who's probably white. They're saying that they wanted her to plead guilty to this, and then they're going to start working. And the, you know, the president's got letters of her and writing back and forth and all this bullshit. Because the president of the United States doesn't have anything more pressing than to help a WNBA pothead get out of the hooskow in Russia. I'm sorry. Inflation, gas prices, all those things, a little bit more important. Sorry, not sorry. I heard the bullshit the judge yelled all the way here in Virginia, and I don't even speak Russian. Wouldn't it be something if they did give her the full 10 years? Like, if if she gets convicted and she has to go to a Russian prison for 10 years? I I, I don't expect it. Don't, don't, Don't get me wrong. I don't expect it. I mean, she's not a real celebrity, but she is kind of a celebrity. And being kind of a celebrity in America, which WNBA players are like, they they're barely above rodeo cowboys. Like 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 when you see if you were to go out and you were to see LeBron James in a grocery store, you'd go, "Holy shit, it's LeBron James in a grocery store." If you saw Brittany Griner in a grocery store, you'd go, "Holy shit, that's a tall bitch in the grocery store," because that's all you're gonna yell. Because she's in the WNBA. Uh, every prison warden in Ruski land is hoping for a conviction so he can clean their prison basketball team. Think of the cinematic possibilities. They can call <laughs> They can call the movie something like, duh, the Brittany Griner story. They're, they're going to do this like the longest yard. <laughs> the, the shortest basket, we'll call it. <laughs> That's a huge bitch. <laughs> she goes to a Russian for 10 years. She'll be a man by the end of it. Russia will do a prison series where they take make her wrestle a bear. I got money on the bear. No shit. Look, I, look, I'm sorry for this gal's troubles, but once again, once again, now I've posted them on social media. Thank you, Young Harm, so much. Had to bring him out of a, a semi-retirement. He'd been so busy, but he did such an amazing job on the brand new Ten Commandments of the show. And number five really does stand out. Thou shalt understand if thou fucks around, thou shalt find out. That's all Brittany Griner did. She's finding out. If you think that you can get away with smuggling dope to, to, to Russia, 
I think you're stupid. Okay, I'm not going to take that chance. If you want to take that chance and you get away with it once, hey, more power to you. Good for you. I'm not going to be around you the second time or the third time. I don't care how many times you get it through there. If you do get caught, you're fucked. If I saw her in a grocery store, I'd say, damn, that dude has a big Adam's apple. <laughs> um, Brittany sets an example of being brave, her lawyer says. Really? Brave? That, that's setting the example of being a dumbass. You're going to Russia, man. Don't put your fucking, you know, your your weed vapes in there. Nothing good's going to come of that. They have dogs. And and here's the other thing that not many people are really saying because she's not really a celebrity. But when a big lesbian, especially celebrity, comes into Russia, Russians aren't too fond of the gay people there. I, I know, I know America is the worst country, though, because we hold gays down. Oh, wait, we give them elected jobs. Okay, so no, we don't really hold them down anymore. They even have their own month. Uh, in Russia, if you're gay, you will be arrested or at least assaulted. Because they think that every gay person is a kid toucher. So when you have a big celebrity coming who's pretty much rubbing it, rubbing it into the establishment's nose that she's a big lesbian basketball player, they're going to check your shit, huh? And you're from America. They're going to check your shit extra careful. So if you got your little vaping pipes in there and they got weed in there, you're fucked. She'd have put it in a chicken bouillon like the smugglers did through the <laughs> throw off the dogs, duh. They'll serve her nothing but by hot dogs in jail. <laughs> oh. Fucking Brittany Griner. And it's such a big story here because she went to Baylor. She, I guess she's from Texas. And I just, I, I could honestly care less. I, re, I really don't. If this was them holding her because she was a lesbian, I think then we would have a, a serious talk about this. She took drugs into that country. This is what I... I this is the thing I don't understand. I don't know why so many Americans are crying foul here. She broke the fucking law. She admitted it. She has pled guilty to it now. Well, 10 years seems a little... Fa- yes, yes, 10 years does seem a little harsh. But guess what? They don't have something called due process there. They don't have the Bill of Rights protecting them there. It's Russia. Hey, Brittany, did the charges get in their travel bag in the first place? Did Trump sneak them in and put them in there? No, you did. Was her foul traveling? (laughs) That's pretty good. That's funny. <clears throat> All right. 
Let's talk about these jack-offs here real quick. This family, I, I, I don't know where to start with this fucking whole family of the, the Highland Park shooter. Dad is a real creeper. Um, his dad, they're looking into his dad because the father is not in the clear yet. I, I don't know why. Uh, investigation was underway, but said issues of potential liability and culpability of the suspect's father would be settled in court and not by an investigator's. There's probably going to be civil litigation. Of course there's going to be civil litigation. They're going to try to sue you out your ass. Um, Cremo, known as Awake the Rapper, is accused of climbing atop a roof above the parade route Monday and loading more than 80 rounds. Good God. Legal experts from around the country are watching this case closely. Why are they watching it closely? Because do I think his dad's a weirdo? I think his dad looks like a weirdo, and his mom has probably got like an OnlyFans page. His parents are fucked up. This kid's fucked up. Look, look. You want to know what it takes to shoot up a town? Well, you got to be some kind of fucked up crazy person, and you don't just fucking get born that way. Your mom and daddy made you that way, too. So this motherfucker with neck and face tattoos who bragged about having a lot of money. He was worth $100,000. I know. I know. That's it. He was bragging about it. I guess he had a couple rap songs that got a lot of plays and whatever. So he's worth 100000 So he could afford the guns. We, we don't have to talk about like Uvalde. This motherfucker shot up a parade route. Okay, I, I'm happy giving him the death penalty. No, I, I don't even need a trial, really. Has he been to court yet? Because I tell you what, if he's, I heard he admitted to it. So if he admitted to it to police and then they arrest him for it, How can he plead not guilty? $100,000 was so he could fill up his gas tank twice. He probably took the photos for his mom's OnlyFans page. Oh, I wouldn't doubt that at all. I wouldn't doubt that at all. And I'm just going to tell you right now, if this will help you get through your day, I just want you to know that this little fella, this Robert Cremo Jr., is going to get the holy hell raped out of him in jail. I, I, I'm i just telling you that right now. This kid will never be a shot caller. He is going to be a pillow biter through and through. I mean, he's a little bitty fella. He only weighs 120 pounds. Somebody is going to rip this kid in half. And by the way, good. I wish they would bring back public execution for fucktards like this. And here's the thing. You know what? I think public executions would serve an amazing purpose, not only for entertainment like for me. Because, man, I love that shit. 
I love see, seeing people crash and, and do all kinds of stuff. I, I hate when it hurts them and stuff like that, you know, badly. But I would I would definitely watch this on pay-per-view. If you could do public beheadings or shit like that, you want to deter crime? You you want to deter crime? You cut this some bitch's head off. This is what we're going to do to all mass shooters. You either get a guillotine or you get one of them big old swords from Indiana Jones. From Raiders, it was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Remember when India, that, that big old fucking dude over there in India, wherever they were, had that big old sword, and he just shot him? Give me that big old sword. We're going to start beheading people. I, I'm down. Hey, man, e- each state can have their own. Each county can have their own way. You can have beheadings. You can have hangings. I'm sure we still can't have hangings in this country. That'd be wrong, I guess. How about uh, we, we, we set them on fire? Oh, that's cruel and unusual punishment. Oh, they have to die instantaneously. Okay, but right in the front of everybody? Well, hangings would be good. Um, oh, how about this one? How about this one? You tie them to a stake in the middle of downtown somewhere. And you have a, a sniper. He doesn't know which way it's coming from. He doesn't know where it's coming from. All of a sudden, and nobody else does. And all of a sudden, his head like explodes. Boom. Boy, that's going to deter some crime right there. Kill him the same way they killed. Okay. So you're going to stick this kid in the shitty 4th of July parade. Small town parade, and he's going to be sitting there, and the floats are going to go by, and they're going to shoot him. I'm in favor of that. Hell yeah. (laughs) In Chicago, the death penalty means you're sentenced to live there. It might take a while, but they'll get your death soon enough. Firing squad. Hey, man, I'm, I'm in favor of oh, a public electric chair. Yes, please. Oh, and we can, you know, oh, here's a sense of community. We put the, we put the, we, the, the, the chair, we put old Sparky right in the middle of the town square on a stage. And then we hook up people's car batteries and we clamp that to the electric chair and everybody, you hear the warden yell, everybody, start your engines, and boom. The whole town can take a part of that. How genius is that? By the way, we did not waste any of the town's electricity, did we? No, we didn't. Thank you very much. Uh, EPA, check me out. What are y'all talking about? Oh, just different ways to execute people. I say open a flap of skin, nail it to a fan, and let your skin get ripped off like peeling a potato. See, look, those are all fine ways, but we have to do it in a non-cruel and unusual punishment way. 
meaning they can't suffer. Oh, look, I'd love to cover them in honey and put them on an ant pile next to a bear reserve. Yes, I'd love to do that. But we can't give them slow, painful deaths. That's the one rule we have to sit here and play by. And it can't be cruel psychologically, so I guess my sniper idea is out. So by the firing squad, okay. Wood death by wood chipper feet first. Now look, these are some these are great options to go with. But once again, you gotta kill them instantaneously, or it can't be too painful to them. Uh, charge the electric cars while frying the criminal. There you go. I like the large microwave. If you've ever seen the movie Kick-Ass, they kind of have a, a death scene like that in there. I kind of dig that. I, I would roll with that. You know, throw them into a, a, a school of piranha. We don't have any piranha here, so that would be kind of tough. Because, you know, look, look, here's the thing. Laws and stuff are, are carried out to deter the public from committing those crimes. If we can't see the punishment of it, and believe me, I've seen enough prison shows to make me really scared and, and really double, double think when I'm, I'm shoplifting. But I don't want to spend any time in a prison. Man, I would not be happy in prison. Having false teeth in prison is not a plus. It's a plus for my ass, but it's a big minus for my taste buds. Dope them up with Ida Kane so they can't feel the wood chipper, but they can watch it. Ooh, ah, I like that. How about this for quick? They walk into a plain, unassuming room, and out of nowhere, boom, the ceiling is a giant block of concrete that drops down. I like that one. That one's great. That one's good. That's better than like a gas chamber. See, they just walk in the room and all of a sudden the ceiling, the big concrete, the big 8 billion ton brick falls on them, squashes them. Yeah, I mean, cleanup is really just a hose. How about death by Leah Dunham? She sits on their face until they stop moving. That shouldn't take too long. Oh, God, that's cruel and unusual, man. I, give me Ogre's fan idea before you give me Leah Dunham sitting on my face. I would die from choking on my own vomit. Put them in chum slick, let the sharks have them. I like that idea. How about this? This would be a good one. Because from what I understand, and and this is the thing I, I don't get. You motherfuckers out there that lie like a motherfucker. I, w- I was watching TV one time. They were talking about some, some show about death and dying and stuff like that. And they said the most painful way to go is being set on fire. And I'm like, yeah, no shit, because they ain't going to kill you instantaneously. Your, your body's on fire. That's going to hurt. Now, yeah, sure, it's going to burn some nerve endings, so it might not hurt too bad, but it's pretty bad. Then I heard the same show. They said that drowning is one of the more... Pleasant ways to drown or to die. 
No, 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 no. If I'm bonked on the head and somebody throws me overboard and I drown that way asleep, that might be a pleasant way to go. But if I'm if I'm fighting for my life, no, that I'm gonna be pooping. I don't wanna drown. But if it is so relaxing and great, let's just try concrete cinder blocks. Drive drive all them dead ass people out to the, the deep trench and fucking bombs away with the cement. I'm all for that. We can even use a solar-powered boat. And then fish can just pick at them. It'll be like a buffet. But yes, this Highland Park shooter, he is going to get so raped in prison. And I don't know why. I think it's great. Um, as they're going back and they're looking through all his social media, as they do now, uh, he posted pictures online of his teenage sex doll, which was hanging in his closet saying, Sophia killed herself, I don't understand why, and denied the Holocaust happened in vile racist rants. Yes, he used to drive, oh, dear Lord, oh, my. They're showing pictures of his car with his blow-up girlfriend in the passenger seat. Uh, he has a sticker on the back window of his his Acura, the one that he has the 4.7 painted on the side. It just says Pussy Magnet. I look at this picture of this kid. This is anything but a Pussy Magnet. This kid is a jack-off. The boat can be ca- uh, captioned by that legendary sailor Greta Thunberg when she pulls the lever and drops it into the deep and says, How dare you? Oh. How dare you? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we'll deal with what we need to deal with in terms of also as we move forward, all agreeing that we got to be smarter as a country in terms of who has access to what. Yeah. And in particular, assault weapons. Uh-huh. And um, we got to take this stuff seriously, as seriously. seriously as you are, because you have been forced to have to take it seriously. Three? Yeah, three times there she says it seriously. There you go. One heartbeat away from the presidency. Just pointing that out for everybody. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh... So the sex strike of the abortion women caused his crazy-ass shooting people. Seriously? Yes, seriously. Liberal media outlets warn of white supremacy, far-right extremism among Hispanic and black Republicans. (laughs) I love it. I love it. If you are a black or, or Latino Republican... You are the face of white supremacy. I want you, I I, I really want you to listen and let that sink in and think about how 
absolutely, positively, ridiculously stupid that is. Of course they're going after the brand new elected representative Myra Flores, a woman who won a a representative seat in Congress that hasn't been Republican since 150 years ago. Oh, yeah, she's she's the face of white supremacy. No, what she's the face of is Latino people saying enough is enough from the Democrats. You're fucking us over. We're tired of you. We're going to the other side. The party that hates America is calling conservative minorities white supremacists. I I, I know. It's amazing to me that they're calling these people out. Can you imagine if you did that to a Democrat? If you said Maxine Waters is the face of white supremacy? The face of white supremacy is fucking that that cunt a sore fucking Nancy Pelosi. I got to tell you. Now, this is going to be very xenophobic of me, and and I'm sorry for it, but I'm not. If I was someone who was representing an area in the United States of America and I was powerful like Nancy Pelosi was, I wouldn't be drinking my big or dragging my big-ass scotch-filled knockers around on the 4th of July... In Italy. I'm sorry. If you're that powerful of an American, if you're like the, I mean, she's third in line or second in line for president. And she's spending America's birthday in Italy. surprised her husband can go. Oh, wait a second. I'm not. I know he got that DUI and everything, and I'm sure they're going to be drinking it up in Italy. Oh, that's right. Her nephew's the governor of the state of California, so he'll get pardoned. She's closer to being the face of taco supremacy than white supremacy. But see, this doesn't matter. Because all that happens now is this. This is what happens. She's going to be labeled as a, a, a white supremacist supporting the man. She's nothing more than a modern-day Uncle Tom, if you will. But then there's real heroes like AOC, who, by the way, is a bigger sellout than, I would say, the young lady in the south part of Texas. I keep asking myself, when did when did it not be okay to be a proud American? Did it happen before 2016? Because there are a lot of people out there that scream they're not proud. They, they, I hate this country. You know, these, these people that are, are, are protesting and doing all this stuff, saying how many rights you've lost and 
all this kind of stuff. People like Ihan Omar, whatever her fucking name is, AOC, Maxine Waters, these people that tell you to fight other people. When did it all start? When did it all start that we don't listen to other people's opinions, that when when somebody else is talking, you don't sit back and you listen to them, and you can disagree with everything they say, and they can disagree with everything that you say, and you can still be friends, and you can still shake hands and walk away. Got awfully personal there, didn't it, I guess. Bunch of people lost their feelings, got their feelings hurt, and they went, oh, I'm taking my ball and going home. Happened to me? Okay. If that's the way you want to play it, we can play it like that. I think you're a stupid moron for playing it like that. How come it wasn't this way when Barack Obama won twice? Oh, because it'd be racist? Okay. I, I I don't know who would who I I know there are people out there that would say this, but who can honestly say in and ask family, I know we we pick on Joe Biden and, and by the way, rightfully so. And wheelchair basketball player Matt Scott. <laughs> Go. Don't jump. Oh, dear God. <gasps> um, can you honestly say that America's in a better place right now, two years after the election? I'm 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 being I'm not trying to be funny here. I'm not trying to be witty. I, I just want to know. Can any tell anybody tell me? how we're in a better position as America today. This is not about Republican, Democrat. This is against president versus president here. How are we doing better today? How has your life improved since we kicked the guy out of office? I saw a post from a lady running for office who said AOC was Latinx and that she was Latina. Twitter is entertaining. Yes, it is. Uh, Emil says Myra's racist because burritos are topped with sour cream, which is white. We're not quite in the recession yet. Nobody's admitting to it. We're headed there due to this great inflation. How are we better? Are we better because a guy who has weird hair and bad spray tans is, is no longer in office? Does that make us better? And by the way, how about this? How about if you stop and think about it? The left has not done their job at all. At all. They control two-thirds of the three systems of government. And they can't get any, or three-fourths of it, if you will. Yet they can't get anything done. COVID's gone. That's probably the only only improvement. 
that was probably started by them, too. Yeah, I'll say it. I think it was started by them, too. We are laughing a lot more at Biden and Kamala. Oh, look, I told a friend of mine, my, my, my dear friend Dan, I said, look, I can't stand Joe Biden, but that motherfucker has made my job so easy with just shit like this. So the best way to get something done, if you if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to... Anyway. What? We're not better. I get by because I'm a survivor, but life was better under the bad orange man. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, it really was. And by the way, he was good for entertainment, too, the shit he said. When you eat cake for breakfast, you get fat. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. When you eat cake for breakfast, you get fat. Meaning, if you elect idiots to office because you don't like somebody and you're only electing them because you don't like this guy, not because this person is a better answer, but because you don't like this guy, America will fail. This guy is failing. Failing. And we're going to allow it to happen for two more years unless something changes in November. So I'm telling you right now, in November, it's going to happen. When that red tsunami comes running through politically... You're going to see a whole line of impeachments. You're going to see a whole lot of changes going on. Now, do I think that's right? Well, I think they are writing the situation. Absolutely, positively, they're writing the situation. But the problem is this, then. That in... Two years, we'll be electing a new president, and there'll be turnover in Congress and things like that. And then that president's going to put stuff into place that then the next president will come around and knock out of place. They take two steps forward and one big step back every time they do something. How about we enact laws and policies and things in place that both sides can agree on to where we can get more shit done? Do you remember when this country was the thoroughbred when it came to production and things like that and technology and inventions? We don't do that shit anymore. That's one of those things that's on the back, back, back burners. Getting that back. Because we've created so many other problems due to the shit Congress that we have. And until that changes, we're gonna we're we're going to continue in this dumb fucking cycle of life. 
where we get a decent president and then we get somebody we don't like and then nothing happens and they change everything. It, it, it's a broken record. Mm. Douglas, that would be the perfect way to do it. How about each president builds off the last one instead doing that? Yes. Build upon it. Hey, if you want to make it safer or that like that, then please do that by making it better. Instead of just squashing it. Going, well, that wasn't my idea. Poof, kicking the can down the road. That one right there is a pipe dream. That one's never going to happen because that would mean, well, and here's why it's never going to happen. A, it makes perfect sense. And B, it means the parties would have to work together. So build back better, LOL? No, not not necessarily that. Uh, Biden is doing that, remember? Build back better and whatnot. I'm not saying we're going to build it back better. I'm going to say what we're going to do, though, is we're going to have people in, in that are running the country actually running the country to make us better. Democrats, Republicans alike. Instead of fighting over which fucking bathrooms little children should be using, why not focus on helping the veterans out there? Instead of putting all this money aside for people to get fucking wieners and hoo-hahs sewn to them, how about we take a good deal of that money and put it towards the, the VA hospitals? And we take care of the ones that fought for us. But instead, what happens is we take this tax money and it goes to special interest group after special interest group. And then there's, there's not enough. They throw a little bit at the VA and the VA goes, oh, thanks. And I do believe that we as a country should be rebuilt. Joe Biden was the guy to rebuild America. He literally thought, see, here's the bad thing, build back better. He took that on the literal translation by saying he wants to fix bridges and roads and spends all this money, you know, on infrastructure. And yes, infrastructure is important. But if you ain't got nobody driving the cars because we've all killed each other, then what the good is infrastructure? Do what's right for this country. That's the only question that these people should ask themselves when they're in a, in a Senate subcommittee meeting or whatever. Not how does it benefit me, which a lot of politicians right there, how does this benefit me? How does this benefit my party? How much can I make from this? What will public think of me? And then the last thing is, oh, I need to do my job. 
I'm not going to stand here and shout from the rooftops talking about term limits or or pay that government employees get or these wonderful golden parachutes or their amazing health care. They're elitists. That's all they are, and they think that they deserve it. And it's both sides. It's not just the left, and it's not just the right. It's both sides. They're elitists. This is why there will never, ever be. The reason why there will never, ever be term limits is because that's a way to control who is in charge in this country. You think you, the common man, has anything to say about that? The answer is no. It's nice that they give us this little example to vote to, and then they use their magical numbers and things like that. And I think some elections were legit. But we'll never have term limits because these people have been groomed for their jobs. They've been groomed since day one of walking into college for being a U.S. senator, possibly on a fast track to being the the president. They're in special groups. They're in special clubs. They get special treatment. The end. Ryan says the mister is so happy he has regular benefits now so he doesn't have to go to the VA anymore. It's been a crappy system for his needs from a a security guard questioning his being there with headphones in the parking lot because it helps the PTSD to a doctor accusing him of wanting pain pills when that's not what he wanted. It's been a shit show. And, you know, here's the bad thing about the VA. I, 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 Andy Rise, please tell Mr. Rise, I am so sorry for that. And I know what that's like, having my dad use the VA for most of his medical needs. He, he, he got his cancer treatment done uh, at a Baylor hospital down here in Dallas. But everything else was the VA. And the VA in Dallas was not very good back then at that time. And I know that I have a lot of listeners in Reno, and I will tell you this right now. If you find out there's somebody who works at the Reno VA, be sure to thank them because that was a wonderful hospital where they treated their patients like human beings. The Reno VA, it, 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 it made me really open my eyes more to the Because I remember going to the VA hospitals in Dallas with my dad, and it was shit. It was garbage. It was terrible. And the more you think about that, they're, they're treating our servicemen and women, the ones that were willing to go over there and do the jobs, they're treating them that way. And then I saw the Reno one. And if you ever got a chance to go to that one, that would be the one to go to. But I understand they're not all like that. And that's the sad part. They should. They should. Uh, I do a ton of data cabling at the Reno VA. People there are great. The Reno VA was the only good VA we've been to, yeah. My grandma was a VA nurse for 45 years, 25 at the Reno VA. I, I, I know a lot of veterans, and I know a lot that have gone through the Reno VA, and they all say it, it, it's phenomenal. So how does a small town like Reno, and I'm not trying to put Reno down as a small town, but they're a small town compared to major cities. Why can they get it right and you can't? A lot of VA medical workers are former military too. Sure. 
We put all the all this money and all these these things into things to for the environment and things like that. And yes, that stuff is important, but so are our veterans. And they can't even do that part right, and and you want to allow them to tell you what to do with your body? Come on. It's it's maddening. It's completely maddening. But you have you're you're too busy calling out members of Congress for being the Latino and black faces of white supremacy. Spokane and Sacramento, where our shit t- shows occurred. Okay, I can figure that one, yeah. Uh, but veterans are typically conservative, can't put fu- uh, put funding towards that. Yeah, oh, I hear you. I hear you. This, this to me, is amazing here. Um uh, now an abortion clinic for people with loose legs. Here's a truck full of money. Mm-hmm. Isn't it funny? Uh, only the veterans who got the jab should be taken care of. Just kidding. <laughs> this should tell you just how fucked up things are. If you want the truth, you want honesty about people, The Treasury Department will not hand over Hunter Biden's documents unless the Democrats join the request. Now, wait a second here. You're saying no to members of Congress? Well, the Democrats have to sign on. Why? Why do they have to sign on? James Comer, the ranking member of the House Committee in Oversight and Reform, cited a June 13th phone call which Treasury officials informed committee Republican staff they will not provide SARs to committee Republicans unless Democrats join the request. Treasury is refusing to release suspicious activity reports connected with Hunter Biden or his family and associates, including the president. Isn't that enough right there? Isn't that enough? The Democrats, of course, are not going to go along with it. I, he's in charge. I know. He, uh, he recorded, re- requested records related to the potential suspicious activity reports known as SARS. On May 26, gave the departments a deadline of June 8th. He said in his letter Wednesday that the Treasury has yet to turn over the documents. Suspicious activity reports are filed by financial institutions when clients make large cash transactions. They have all this. Why are they not doing their jobs? I mean, seriously. Do your fucking job. Sounds like the one uh, who detained or denied the request is making it political. Obviously. Because they know. I mean, look, this laptop, Hunter Biden is a dumb fucking crackhead. That's all he is. That's all Hunter Biden will ever be. 
is a dumb fucking crackhead whose daddy was the president. If How long have we heard about this now? We've heard about this laptop for two and a half years. Yet it's not been made available to the public. And I've heard on a number of different politically and leaning and slanted shows that this laptop could have cost almost 16 points of the election. 16 points could have gone to Donald Trump. Especially from what we've heard, there's all kinds of pornography on there. There's pictures and photos of him. I've got another story about him coming up in the next segment about what he does on video. Fuck that shit. I won't wait. I'll do it now. Since we're talking about this fucking loser. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He, he's, done, he's doing video of himself. This was in 2019, last year, or two years ago, three years ago, filming himself doing drugs, drinking alcohol, and touching himself while detoxing at Blue Water Wellness in Newberry, Massachusetts. So the motherfucker was in rehab while dad was on the campaign trail, yet he's still doing drugs naked, once again, naked, at the detox. How many times do you think Joe has uttered, Lord, you took the wrong son? Oh, he probably calls Hunter and tells him that now every day. I'll play the game. Let's play the stupid game, shall we? What if I had said video has emerged of Donald Trump Jr., Filming himself doing drugs, drinking alcohol, and touching himself while detoxing at Blue Water Wellness in Newburyport, Massachusetts. The pre- if Donald Trump was still the president at that time, he would have probably been impeached for that. Yeah. Pornography is fine. It's the pedophilia that's the problem. And there's allegedly a lot of that on that computer as well. But once again, guy who's been in office for 45 years, he has a lot of power. When he was vice president, he had a lot of power. Now he is president. He has even more power. Not as much as the actual person who's telling him what to say and what to do right now in the Oval Office. But, I, they've, you know, we all know that, that Hunter Biden is, is, is a complete fuck-up. We, we all know that. Joe's got to know it. Everybody on Joe's team knows it. They just try to get this kid to keep his nose clean. Now, 
Too bad it is nobody is 80% of the time. No shit. The CBP, what, what, the Customs and Border Protre- Protection, has sent out disciplinary proposals for border agents on horseback accused of whipping Haitian immigrants last year in Texas. Hold on a second. I, I, I have to I, I have to breathe for a second. I've been watching Designated Survivor on Netflix. That's a great show. I watched the first two seasons of it. I need to catch up on that one. I did like that with uh, Kiefer Sutherland. That was a good show. Uh, let's not have a congressional hearing on this. Let's talk about January 6th and some completely uh, inadmissible hearsay testimony. How can you punish anyone who works for Border Patrol when they didn't do anything wrong? They didn't whip any, any Haitian refugees. This picture looks bad, and I'm going to tell you why it looks bad. There are three black men running, and there are men on horses that you can tell one is white, and he has a cowboy hat on. And, oh, my gosh, what's that long string there? Oh, my gosh, he has a whip. No, those are the reins of his horse. They did nothing wrong. Why? Are there, why are there, why is there any disciplinary thing going on against them? Details of the punishments have not been released, but is expected to imminently announce the results of the administrative investigation. The agency made headlines last year when agents were falsely accused of whipping the migrants. Images circulated on Twitter trying to block migrants from entering the U.S., in one case, uh, grabbing a migrant shirt. They can do that. They're allowed to do that. To see people treated like that, uh, they did. Horses barely running over, people being strapped. It's outrageous, Biden told reporters. I promise you those will, people will pay consequences for doing their fucking job. I mean, honestly, is this not an impeachable enough fine as well? I mean, you can look down and clearly see that that picture is not a whip. I haven't noticed that fake John Wayne hasn't logged in lately. Hmm, yeah. Uh, You need to send Biden the Ten Commandments. They did their fucking jobs. Now they're getting in trouble for the Dems pushing a false narrative. They're pushing not a false narrative. They're pushing a lie. They didn't whip any of these Haitians. And by the way, if they did, I'll say it, so what? They're breaking the law by trying to enter our country.
Are the Border Patrol agents supposed to look the other way? Absolutely. When, When I saw this story yesterday, I was like, wait a second. How are you punishing somebody for something they didn't do? If we just did the opposite of whatever the fuck former vice president said, we would be doing better as a country. Amen to that. Telling you right now, these 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 border patrol agents, they should be re- receiving medals or at least commendations. They say in the next in the next few weeks, the southern border, the one here in Texas, could have as many as ten thousand immigrants a day coming through. A day. Where are they supposed to go? Don't give me this shit. Well, no. If you want to come to this country, you got to do it the right way. I'm so sick of this bullshit. These people that were doing their jobs by trying to keep this country safe are going to be punished for it. And by the way, their their leader, their, their commander-in-chief called them out for whipping people when they didn't have the whole story. That was a page he took from Barack's book. Let's not just stay away from the story or, or wait until we have everything on the story. You're just going to go out there and speak. Nobody cares about that. Uh, that's stupid. Uh-huh, treasury. Yep, got that one done. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, Ratburger sent me this in. Uh, if the EU can pull its collective head out of their asses and finally realize that PV solar panels, windmills, and geothermal will not supply enough reliable energy for decades... If at all, no matter how hard they pray to their green gods, why can't we? We have more natural gas than the rest of the world, and it's cheap to extract and process. We can also build a very few, uh, a very small nuclear reactors in the desert with a fraction of the land footprint, many times cheaper, and provide a lot more electricity than miles and miles of solar farms. I hear you. That doesn't fit the narrative. I can already see the president on television right now. Look, ladies and gentlemen of, of, of America, or wherever I am right now, things are going to be tough for the next six or seven months. I, I, I can see him giving a speech that sounds like that. Because of the asinine things he and his, his handler have done to this country. It just pisses you off, doesn't it? Oh, gosh. Now, speaking of nuclear stuff, there are researchers out there um, that say uh, a war between Russia and the U.S. would trigger a literal little ice age because we're going to launch nuclear bombs at each other. 
And first month, uh, global temperature on Earth would plunge by about 13 degrees. By the way, the Ice Age uh, lasted more than 100,000 years, and it wasn't even that cold. I'm looking at this story saying, I'm just doing okay. I, I tell you this right now. If, if Russia launched a missile and it was coming this way right here, I'd, I'd paint a bullseye on my chest. Take me now. Because once that first one's gone, you can hide under all the desks you want. You can say your Hail Marys. You can do everything. I would suggest that because it's going to be over in just a little bit. Some people will make it. Some people won't. Time to get a Congress and a president to take back the country. You want to be a a sanctuary state? Boom, ICE arrests Governor Newsom. Let's do it in two years, okay? Oh, man. Wow. All right, phone number 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write me. Happy Friday, everybody. A couple more breaks to go here today. Now, Daddy didn't like trouble, but if it came along, everyone that knew him knew each side that he'd be on. He never was a hero for this county shining light But you could always find him standing up for what he thought was right He'd say you've got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything You've got to be your own man, not a puppet on a string Never compromise what's right and uphold your family name You've got to stand for something Or you'll fall for anything Now we might have been better off Or on a bigger house If daddy had done more giving in Or a little more backing down But we always had plenty Just to live in his advice Whatever you do today You'll have to sleep with tonight He'd say you've got to stand for something Or you'll fall for anything You've got to be your own man Not a puppet on a string Never compromise what's right And uphold your family name You've got to Stand for something or you'll fall for anything I know that things are different than they were in daddy's day But I still believe what makes a man really hasn't changed You've got 
say real man actors and that's James Conn. James Conn died yesterday 82 years old uh, was still recovering from back surgery from last year James Conn made so many good movies and, and you think about it he didn't make a lot but he made such good movies both of the Godfathers parts one and two that he was in Misery. I got a story about Misery coming up. Even when he was on that TV show, Las Vegas, James Conn was still a man's man. Maybe, you know what? Maybe that would be the the man's man. Who would be the ultimate man's man for a Mount Rushmore? You know, we put James Conn up there like... Lee Marvin, I, I like that. I, I like this idea. Hold on a second here. Let's see. Uh, let me get here a piece of paper out. 
Uh, empty piece of paper, please. Yes. Thank you. No, not the envelopes. God damn it. There's a lot of crap in here. Okay. Man's man. Dean Martin. <sighs> I don't know. De- Dean was kind of, he was he was too com- comedic with all his alcohol and stuff. I put Frank Sinatra in there. James Caan. Who else did I say? Oh, 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 uh, Lee Marvin. Lee Marvin. Frank Sinatra. John Wayne. <laughs> Now, and here's the thing. I ain't going to put Wayne on the list because Wayne is kind of out of reach. These guys were like actors, actors. They were leading men, but not really. I mean, we all looked at Frank Sinatra. There you go. Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston. That's a man's man right there. I, I've got another one for you. Are you ready for this? Oh, cool. Oh, good one. Kirk Douglas. I am Spartacus. Now you guys are catching on. Ooh, Charles Bronson. They, they yes, they may have star been the star of movies, but they weren't like a leading man. They were kind of like I, I'm not even going to put Patrick Swayze in this list because he it, no Steve McQueen. Yes, perfect. Got Charles Bronson. Telly Savalas, no. No, the, the, the lollipop did him wrong. Ratburger, no to Pee Wee Herman. Yule Brenner, you're on the right path. Um, I don't want to put Chuck Norris. You can see, Chuck Norris is an action. These guys aren't like action stars or things like that. They're, they're just men's men. Like, they, they, none of these are, like, karate guys. So you just put John Wayne in there uh, to goat sassy Pam and speaking her truth. Then you're going to call her names for bringing, being right. No, I, I'm not bringing John Wayne into this. He was too big. Oh, Gregory Peck. Okay, I like that one. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, come on. Um, oh, I got Robert Mitchum. Yes. Robert Mitchum, boy, that guy, that that guy, that he was terrifying. Burt Lancaster, hell yes. Rock Hudson, no way. <laughs> William Holden, I got. I'll, I'll put him in there. George C. Well, no, George C. Scott was too big. He'd be in the John Wayne category. Tony Soprano's favorite, Jackie Cooper. No, I, I no Patrick Swayze's too pretty. He just I, look, look, I, I Mickey Rooney. See, I would look more towards, like, if I wanted to put somebody today, oh, I've got Lee Marvin in there. Yeah, he was my second one in. 
I would think about like Mickey Rourke, but he he turned into a shitty actor. Chuck Connors. Holy shit, the rifleman. Yeah, you 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 can't have. Chuck Connors. Yeah, you gotta have the rifleman there. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Okay, we only need four more. The entire cast of Bonanza. Richard Gere? No. Never. Danny Trejo, no. Dolph Lundgren, no. <sighs> you know who else we could put in there? You know who else? I'm, I'm just going to say it right now. I'm okay with this. Not in his current state, of course, because he's too goddamn old. Uh, but what about uh, he, he played Tom? Who was his brother in The Godfather? Gary Cooper. That's a great one. Hell yes to Gary Cooper. Arnie State's not bad. Clint Eastwood, too big of a star. Robert Duvall. Hell yes, Robert Duvall. And you know what? We could put this guy in there. Tommy Lee Jones. I heard it's John Wayne's birthday today. Is that true? Hold on a second. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> is it his birthday today? Uh, famous birthdays. July 8th. Let's see. Close that. Uh, it's Kevin Bacon's birthday. Jaden Smith. Uh, Sophia Bush. She's a crazy liberal. Beck. Uh, Angelica Houston, Fox Christian, uh, Billy Crudup, the actor, Toby Keith, country music star, Jeffrey Tambor, Nelson Rockefeller, Robert Nepper, Marty Feldman. I do not see the, the, the Duke is not on there for today. I'm sorry, no, today is not his Burfham Day. Uh, let's see. Uh, Gary Cooper, uh, is he the, what you talk, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's Gary Coleman. Gary Cooper played Lou Gehrig in the Lou Gehrig story. Uh, Audie Murphy was a war hero, most decorated of all time, and then made some pretty damn good westerns. Randolph Scott, James Dean. Oh, I, I think we're, I think we're good now. All right, so we got Mondays. That's pretty awesome. That's a good list. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yep, we got it. Good, good, good. James Dean was not manly. He just walked. He, you know what? Thank you, ogre. Thank you. And I'm not picking on James Dean here. I watched his movies, okay? How about the mail time man? You don't know what's mail time. Mail time man? I don't know. 
Um, but James Dean, look, look, James Dean was a heartthrob. Everybody thought he was real, real cool, all that kind of stuff. I've seen East of Eden. Boy, I, I, made, I made the trek through Giant. God damn, is that a long movie. Ooh, Ar- Arlie Ermey, the military guy. Ooh. But he was a man's man. But see, here's the problem. You you nailed it right there. Alicia, you nailed it. You can't name him. I love Arlie Ermey. Arlie Ermey is one of my personal heroes. But I, I, on this list, we all know these people. That's a good one, though. Arlie Ermey is a good one. So I'm, I'm thinking of another one in my head, and I think Arlie Ermey will be perfect for it. Johnny Depp equals James Dean. You know, I'm going to say Johnny Depp is probably a better actor than James Dean. Yeah, Rebel Without a Cause, East of Eden. East of Eden was the one where he was a crybaby because his daddy didn't love him, right? Giant was, he was the, the poor, like, retard kid from next door. And he struck oil and took on Rock Hudson. And he became a giant that way. And that movie's like 72 hours fucking long. And Rebel Without a Cause, I just fucking fast-forwarded through. I was having a James Dean day once as a kid, and I was like, how did people think this guy was cool? He was a puss. Johnny Depp is clearly a better driver than James Dean. And, and look, there's a lot of gals out there, like older gals, not Pammy, old. I didn't call you old. But there are a lot of gals that are out there that, look, look, my generation had that god-awful movie, The Outsiders. That's right. That's right. I'll, I'll say it again. Hold on a second here. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. I said it. I said I said it! Yeah, The Outsiders is the most overrated movie of all time. Uh, glad to help with something. I always felt my no no was the ultimate man's man. UDT Golden Gloves just commanded respect when he walked into a room. I sure miss him. Arlie Army is right next to him in my book. Okay. Who was the actor who was so convincing during the radio show people thought aliens? Oh, that was, uh, oh, that was, what's his name? Orson Welles. Yeah, Orson Welles, too big of a star and not really a man's man. He was a good actor, but not a man's man. But 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 see, I have this 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 feeling in my head that like women that grew up that were teenagers in like the fifties and the sixties, they 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 got their their first chance of moisture down there down below in the hoo ha section because they saw James Dean. James Dean was the one who introduced them to their their their, their womanhood, and it's the same with that shit movie, The Outsiders. Because all these chicks got their panties wet over either Tom Cruise or Patrick Swayze or, or, or Kevin, or not Kevin Dillon, but Matt Dillon, or even to poor little Ralph Macchio. And that quickly evaporated when he got blonde hair. But that movie is dog shit. I, I, you don't know how many times I've seen it trying to fucking go, yeah, that's a... That's a movie of my generation. Morons.
Hang Down Jen says, I hated that fucking movie. Orson Welles went above and beyond man's man. He utterly commanded the room, and nobody fucked with him in Hollywood. Uh, Orson Welles was Omicron in the 80s Transformers movie. Oh, be- beg your pardon, Unicron. Words matter. Okay, William Shatner is Kirk, ultimate male. See, I look, uh, I look at Kirk this way. Kirk, when he was, when, when he was, uh, when, when he was, Shatner, when he was Kirk, he's big, oh, God damn it. I got to add another name. I'm sorry, I got to add this name to it. Oh, is this week in the thing? Is this the week? Yeah, I think it is. Um, Lee Majors, hello, uh, anybody? Lee Majors? Ogre, I'll give you credit because you mentioned the entire cast of Bonanza. Lee Majors was on that cast. And William Shatner was a man's man, and then he he made T.J. Hooker, and everybody's like, okay. And then he became kind of a a cartoon. He just kind of became a – he's he's just a – Lee Marvin never became a cartoon. I like this list. We're going to have fun with this on Monday. Uh, but getting back to it, yes, James Kahn passed away. Yesterday. I can't believe Robert Duvall is still alive. Robert Duvall is still alive, and he damn is in movies. I saw him in a movie recently. I was like, holy shit. I think one of my all-time favorites, and, and, and this is uh, I, I, this is way back. When, when this movie came out, I was in high school, and I remember seeing it in the theater. And I remember being drunk and I, <laughs> seeing the movie Misery. That was Lauren Green, Dan Blocker, Michael Landon, and Pernell Roberts. Yes, I love that show. Lee Ma- Wasn't Lee Majors on Bonanza? Hold on a second here. I know he was on a he was on a he was on one of those old western shows. Hold on a second here. I, I I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. I know I'm right about something. Uh huh. Lee Majors, man among me. Oh, he was on the Big Valley. I apologize. He was on the Big Valley. My bad. My bad. My bad. Lee, Lee made man. I'm looking at these pictures. He's always had hot ass with him. I mean, granted, he had he had Farrah Fawcett. I mean, I if I were to meet him, and I know he's in town this week, I just tell you this right now. I I'd, I'd ask to smell his fingers. Be like, hey man, please. Born Harvey Lee Yearly. I think he went to Lee Major's better name. Uh, okay, I thought Lee might have been a guest star since that show is like 20 years old or something. Half this. Okay, yeah. All right, all right, we've got our list now. But getting back to my story, so I remember going to this movie, and I was drunk when I, was, when I went in the theater, and the movie was Misery with Kathy Bates. Now, if you've never seen Misery, I'm sorry. I'm about to fucking spoil it for you because there's a scene in the movie 
So he's a writer. He's a he he's a he's a novelist. He he writes romance novels. He's very popular. And she's his biggest fan. He has a car accident. And she swoops up and, and takes care of him. Well, he she doesn't like the way the ne- the new book is ending. So she's going to keep him prisoner because she's a nurse. She straps him down to the bed and she realizes that he got out once. So she then straps him to the bed, puts wood planks between his ankles, and she fucking hits it with a sledgehammer. Breaks his ankles, and they show it on screen. I stood up, and I said, that bitch is fucking crazy. Needless to say, I had to see the rest of the movie at another theater, but (laughs) that just caught me off guard. Mm Mm-mm-mm. You should take it up a notch and ask to smell his dick. I think that might be weird. Hang down, Jen says, I only remember one scene from this movie. Oh, yeah, the hobbling scene was fucking, oh, God damn, that was terrifying. And then James Caan went to, to star in movies like Elf. James Gunn had a great career. I, I, I tell you what, man, uh, what a legend. His son Scott used to really bug the shit out of me. He doesn't bug me that much anymore. A little movie that people should see of James Gunn is a movie called Alienation. If you've never seen this movie, it's where aliens come to Earth and they're kind of regular but different, and then they... They, they mix into mankind, and, like, he's got a partner that's an alien. What I love about the movie the most, James Caan, through the entire movie, wears a single Dallas Cowboys t-shirt. That movie is kick-ass. And they ruined it by making it into a TV show, but the movie Alien Nation had Mandy Patankin in there. Had a lot of good people. It was a good movie. If you haven't seen that one, put that on your list to see. Alien Nation. That was pretty kick-ass. Oh, man. But a lot of stars reached out. Antonio Banderas, Maria Shriver, Gary Sinise. People reaching out all day saying that James Conn was such a pleasure to work with and he's going to be missed. Well, there you go. There you go. Good for Hollywood to do the right thing there and say the right things about that guy because he was a good dude. Even the TV show Las Vegas, I thought he was all right on. Now, see, see, like our parents were blessed with such really cool celebrities. Like I'm seeing a story here. Like today's celebrities just suck. We deserve better celebrities. Why is Kim Kardashian? I, I know. Look, this is a broken record. Her and one of her damn little kids got a private tour of the Louvre. You know, the, the, the fancy dancing museum has got the, the, the Mona Lisa in there, the Louvre. They get a private tour of that? Is, something, is that something I can purchase? Or did you give it to them because they're quote-unquote celebrities? So Khan played one of the first gay lead characters. Who? Sonny Corleone wasn't gay. 
Sonny was banging chicks at his own sister's wedding. But today's celebrity is such a a, a weak. I, I mean, honestly, I, I want to call it just a, a weak little pussy fart. That's all they are. Army Hammer. Remember this guy? Army Hammer had some weird sexual fetishes. He liked to bite chicks, maybe draw a little bit of blood, things like that. All the same shit that people like Marilyn Manson have done, but he did it and everybody was like freaked out because they're like, wait a second, you're really not that good a celebrity. You ruined the Lone Ranger and you paid a a couple of douchebag twins in the social network. Nonetheless, oh, (laughs) the Dallas t-shirt, okay, I got you. Uh-huh. Army Hammer. <laughs> is, is doing a job right now as a resort concierge. He denies it, but they've photographed him being the concierge at a hotel as he arrives at the reservation area and in, in the Cayman Islands. They say the picture was a prank. Pamphlet included discount vouchers and advertised that Hammer would take guests to swim with wild turtles and point to them uh, the best snorkeling and diving spots. TMZ has reported that according to a timeshare resident, the actor has been in the office several hours a day and is often seen going outside for smoke breaks. According to one witness, Hammer showed at least one family around a timeshare on the resort property. Oh, my God. Boy, that's a favor he had to call. He, that was called in. All right, well, if we're going to get you out of these weird charges, then you got to sell some timeshares. Has anybody ever gone through one of those timeshare meetings? So you get to have fun and work at a tropical resort. What a chore. Yeah, but you used to get to pretend that you were somebody you weren't and you got paid millions upon millions of dollars for doing it. You're probably working off a fucking, off a commission of these things. My parents took me to one of these one time. And, And they say you can get all these really cool prizes and all kinds of shit. And all you got to do is sit through a couple meetings. What they don't tell you is these meetings are like four hours long. And in the one we went to, they gave us a quote-unquote grandfather clock. And I remember helping my dad put that thing together. That was the fakest grandfather clock you could ever see. It wasn't some kind of fancy-dancy thing. No, it was just like a a regular clock, but they made it look like a grandfather clock. Thing was a piece of shit. One of my jobs here at work is timeshare appraisals. Talk about a joke. And, yes, they sell a lot of them in Tahoe. Oh, there are a lot of people that that swear by timeshares. I understand. I ain't got a problem with timeshare. You want to you use the timeshare? Use timeshare. Fine. 
I went to one with one of my ex because he was cheap ass who wanted to go for free dinner, and it lasted for hours. I told him never again. Oh yeah, they're fucking terrible. I mean, you you could probably get a flyer that says, "Hey, come to this, and you'll get a, a Mercedes Benz," and they give you a Hot Wheels Mercedes Benz. Oh man. Okay, so there's this story out there. Now I look, 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 look. Hey, this isn't me. This, this, this is people. Okay. Um, they say dogs cannot smile or laugh, but they show happiness in other ways, experts say. Now, there are some people that believe dogs can smile. If you believe that dogs can smile, you keep believing that. Um, without a doubt, uh, unlike us, they don't have a smile with their mouth showing your teeth. Is uh, They don't mean happiness. Yeah, when, when Bubba shows me some of his teeth, I, I know it's it's not time to fuck around with Bubba. How do dogs smile? With their tails, because when a dog is happy, it shows with body language. Duh. What was that? Did you just fart? Was that a fart? Bubba, did you just fart out loud? <sighs> My dogs smile. Uh, can dogs laugh? Dogs show their emotion mostly through body language. Without some dogs are noisier than others, just like people. So if they get really excited and playful, that might uh, bark or even especially that's their laughter. But it isn't laughter. Okay. All this article is doing is tearing down our belief system on dogs. Like right now, I know that Bubba is tired and bored because he's asleep. Uh, exactly. He thought we were getting a fancy dinner. It was something like Denny's. It was not worth the time spent. Idiot dog farting on the mic. Good Lord. Now we have actually a good story to read. This is crazy. This is about 16-year-old. Corian Evans. He's being hailed as a hero. Um, two girls apparently drove off of I-10 straight into the water after trying to follow the directions on their GPS. Hashtag the office. Uh, as they reached about 20 feet from the shore, their dog, uh, their car began to sink. Evans and his friends jumped into the water. He was able to swim to the girls to safety before turning around to save a police officer as well who tried to help in the rescue. Oh, by the way, by the way, the waters that they swam in were alligator infested. Let me just... Holy shit! Young fella just jumped in. He said, "He said, quote, I can't let none of these folks die. Wow. He said he tried to carry the three girls above the water and swim with them to shore, but Evans was making his rescue. He said he noticed the police officer was struggling. 
I turned around. I see the police officer. He's drowning. He's going underwater. So I went over there. I went and grabbed the police officer, and I'm like swimming him back until I, uh, until I feel I can walk. Now, see, this is a good story. And if you look, you, you look at the young men, you go, oh, those, those kids look like gangbangers. But you know what? See, that's why you can't see that because you get good stories like this. This is what makes me have a little bit of faith in humankind. Not a lot, but a little. Young man jumps in the water, an alligator in faith. He rescued a cop, fucking racist. No, 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 no. Um, I just like hearing stories like this. I saw this story, and I was like, you know what? This is pretty cool. This is pretty cool. What else is going on in the world over here? Liv Tyler, don't care. Don't care about that person. Early Prime Day. Cardi B displays her butt. What? You're kidding me. No. A lot of people have been asking me uh, before I get to the last story. Hey, Arnie, are you getting the Ric Flair pay-per-view? It, people have actually asked me that, yes. Um, I wasn't I wasn't going to get it until it was announced yesterday, some of the other matches, because the Ric Flair match still hasn't been determined who he's wrestling yet. But they announced a tag team match yesterday. I'm pretty excited about it. My favorite tag team right now in the world is the Briscoe Brothers because they're fucking awesome. But, but, the Briscoes are taking on the Von Erics. That's right, I said it, the Von Erics. Marshall and Ross, Kevin's boys. They're going to be wrestling against the Briscoes. So now, yes, I'm getting the pay-per-view. Do you think when Cardi B farts, it comes out like a or but a farty rumble sound? Like a Yeah, she she's a machine gun farter. She totally is. Totally a machine gun farter. Hold on, I'm looking at other stories here. Gentleman Jack canceled by HBO after two seasons. I didn't see that show ever. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Well, okay, I got this dumbass story. You can overdose on vitamin D. A man who popped 20 supplements a day, 375 times more than he needed, was so ill, medics feared he had cancer. Um, they, they're not identifying the man, but he lost, uh, two stone. Was that like 25 pounds in three months? He'd been taking a daily cocktail of supplements that contained toxic amounts. Doctors are warning on the danger of vitamin D overdoses on back case report. And why are people ODing on vitamin D? Does anybody have an answer? You know what? Here you go. I'm going to give you a, 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 the time. To tell me, why are people ODing on vitamin D? (laughs) 
does have to do with COVID, sadly. Monkeypox. Alicia says people are so fucking stupid. News told me it could help fight COVID. Locked inside due to COVID. Yes, COVID staying indoors is the correctamundo. Correctamundo. Uh, because dick is good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's because all you got to do is walk outside and get a little bit of sun, and that's your vitamin D for the day. If you're taking 20 supplements of vitamin D a day, that's like you're walking into a tanning salon with Vaseline on. Oh, my gosh. Yes, you're on the air. Did you know that Dallas is um, having a monkeypox outbreak because there's a bathhouse in Dallas? That doesn't surprise me. That's disgusting. All I, right. I just thought we were going with bathhouses here. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Um, <laughs> man, I got to take my vitamin D. Well, open the fucking door. I mean, seriously. <laughs> All it is is sunlight. Um, all right. I was thinking about this. Yeah. <laughs> thinking about people that, that OD and shit like that. I'll never forget. Like, uh, it really has nothing to do with vitamin D. Just it, when I think of the sun, I think of getting tan and stuff like that. Oh, Satana's dumb sister. She had like, she had, she had a membership to like eight different tanning salons. And she literally used Vaseline when she went in there to tan. I had never seen someone so tan. I mean, and I get tan. Like, y'all saw me a couple years ago when I was going to tanning salons and feeling good. Whew, I got dark. Not like her. She got orange. And that's what Vaseline will do to you. Let's be honest. It's the monkey fucker spreading it in Dallas. Oh, Probably. Oh, you, you hear about it on the TV here all the time. Three or four monkeys are getting raped every weekend in Dallas. Mm. Uh, all right, we'll take a break here. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. I'm so glad you guys enjoyed a little metal on a Friday. Get your weekend kicked off the right way, hopefully. Lamb of God and Pantera. Uh, sassy family was talking about corn. Corn, oh, I, I didn't play corn, but I, I played a little bit metal-y. Metal- if that's a word. Metal-y. Bands like Lamb of God and uh, Pantera there. You brought up corn. Corn, corn I, I always have a, a fond memory of corn. Corn uh, was uh, doing a show. They were the headliners with um, Disturbed. And I forget who the band before him was. It might have been Pop Roach, but I don't think it was. It, it was somebody, it was three bands. It was an Arco. And I was going to the show. I went to a lot of shows. I, I was the one member of a certain show that went to shows. And I got to see how people, and, and, and I, because I love music, first of all. I love live music, and I really like to see how the bands interact with their fans. Uh, got to take fans backstage a couple times for Corn. Corn was always really, really cool to their fans. I I, I wasn't really big into going to see Corn, but I, I do remember that Pat Martin and I got to bring Corn on stage. And I will always have nothing but good things to say about Pat Martin. Pat Martin is a radio god. I believe he's doing the morning show now on the Eagle. He was the midday guy. He came on after us, and we used to do a crossover with him. Pat and I became fast friends, still are friends to this day. And Pat did something that night that was so selfish or selfless on his behalf, and it made my entire year. So we're on stage, and Pat used to always be, we'd always try to figure out who was going to say fuck first. I always would let Pat win because it was Pat. <laughs> yeah, it didn't go to, yeah. I was asked at the, you know what's so funny about that, see, Nasty? I was at, the one question I always got asked was, where are, you know, so-and-so? Everywhere I went, no matter what. I could be in a barber shop and somebody would say, hey, where's, where's so-and-so? We don't travel in packs. So I remember this show because th- this was a fun night. Because somebody came up to me and they're like, oh, is so-and-so here? <laughs> I said, yeah, she's down in the mosh pit. No way. I was like, yeah, she's down there. She's the brunette in the mosh pit. So uh, we get up on stage, right? And Pat and I are bringing up corn. Yeah, he went to faggy pop shows, and then he he went to faggy mock country shows. Pat and I were on stage, and Pat got the entire crowd at Arco. And this was a sold-out show. This was a big show. It was like the first time Disturbed came through Sacramento or something. So it was huge. And Pat got the crowd to chant Arnie is God. And I, I thought that was, a, and I didn't ask him to do that. He liked the whole idea of the, the Arnie is God thing. He thought it was one of the funniest things we ever did. And he got the whole crowd to do that. And I was like, Pat, you're my hero. You'll always be my hero. 
And I'll always remember that night. Also, I saw some gal who got busted up. She wasn't a brunette. And it was before I told everybody that that so-and-so was down in the mosh pit. But some gal got the shit beat out of her, and, and she was coming back for medical. She's like, yeah, I'm going back to the pits. Woo! I'm like, all right. But I think back on... On bands like Corn, they were really cool to their uh, to their listeners, to their fans. The coolest one was Van Halen. Go- going backstage for Van Halen, hey, I love Van Halen. Sadly, it was it was the Gary Sharon version, but I didn't care because I was getting to meet Eddie Van Halen, and that's all I cared about. We go to Gary Sharon first. I'm like, yeah, okay, blah, 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 blah. all right, yeah, all right, let's go. And then, like, Alex and, and Michael Anthony, the rhythm section, they were, like, hanging out, so we meet those two guys. And then we go to the special room where Eddie's warming up. And they'll tell us, don't shake his hand too hard. They came to me, especially because I was, like, the biggest guy in the fucking group, and they were like, hey, don't squeeze his hand too hard. I'm like, okay. I think they've they, they it's come to be to pass that, Eddie would tell everybody that so he could just squeeze the bejesus out of your fucking hand. I didn't think I was going to get my goddamn hand back from Eddie Van Halen. I mean, to play guitar like that, you got to have some strong-ass fucking hands. I ain't going to squeeze his hand. Sammy Hagar was really cool. Limp Biscuit was always dicks. They were always dicks. Even when they were a small band coming up and when they became big, they became even bigger dicks. That was one I was really disappointed in. Them and the Scorpions. Scorpions were assholes. But let's see, most of the country stars were pretty cool when I got to meet. But yeah, but yeah, so Pammy, you say you dodged going to see them. Corn puts on a great show. That'd been an awesome show to see. Back in the early 90s, I worked concert security at Cal Expo. And for the Van Halen show, the stars aligned for my uh, break time to coincide with Eddie's guitar solo. Best show I ever worked. Oh, man, that'd be awesome. Not surprised I like LB, but they are shithead. Oh, I love Limp Bizkit. And I shouldn't say the whole band was dicks. Wes, the uh, the guitar player, really cool guy. Very nice guy. The first time I ever got to meet Limp Bizkit was at the Jamboree. And I'll never forget it. It was the it was the Saturday before Limp Biscuit's second album, Significant Other, came out. Back in those days, radio stations got uh, promotional packages on Friday, which meant they got a box of CDs. And of course I was getting one of the Limp Biscuit ones because I was a fan of Limp Biscuit. And I listened to it all Friday night, all Saturday. I think the show was on Sunday. So I, I, had, I had it down. And I remember we got to go backstage and meet Limp Bizkit. And I went up to Fred Durst and I said, your new album is phenomenal. And I, I really did like Significant Other. I still like it to this day. It's a good record. And I told Wes that. And Wes thanked me for it. And other guys thanked me for it. When I said it to Fred Durst, he goes, how did you hear it? Doesn't come out till Tuesday. I go, dude, I work at the radio station. Oh, okay. I was like, when somebody pays you a compliment, you don't question the compliment. You just accept the compliment, dickhead. And he just became a bigger dick even after that. So, But I still like Limp Biscuit. 
And I wish those pussies would get off their ass and come to fucking Dallas. I need to see Limp Biscuit one more time before I die. At least one more time. Um, all right, all right. Now back to the show. Back to stop talking about bands and shows that I've gone to, unless you guys want to talk more about that. Um, Major League Baseball did something right for a change, and I'm very happy to see this. Uh, Rob Manafred, the commissioner of baseball, but all-around gutless pussy, came out and talked about the 2022 All-Star Game, which is, what, next week? Next week in uh, Los Angeles. And they have announced that they have put on uh, designated All-Stars, meaning they're going to allow one player from each league to play in the or to be on the team even though they didn't get garner enough votes or they don't have the stats for it this year as a uh, tip of the hat to them one is Miguel Cabrera the other is Albert Pujols Pujols um it's their last years man look Miggy Cabrera great ball player played Detroit his whole career pretty much Won the Triple Crown. Tip of that to him. Okay, I can see that. Uh, uh, Albert Pools, I would have to say, is probably the best player I ever saw play next to Ken Griffey Jr. By the way, uh, Pools and Cabrera are next to Hank Aaron only as the only players to have 3,000 hits, 500 home runs, and 600 doubles. Uh, one time I saw Limp Biscuit and drunk and puking in Aftershock, I recovered for the offspring. Okay. I heard they're really, really good at that at that, at that one. That was one at, uh, but no, not at Gibson Ranch. It was at Discovery Park. Was that the year of the fucking mosh pit from hell that had all the dust and shit coming up? Uh, All-Star Game will be held uh, Tuesday, July 19th. So uh, a week from this coming Tuesday, I believe. Yeah, a week from this Tuesday. There you go. I think that's pretty good news. That, that's pretty cool that Major League Baseball is doing that. Let's see. Um, I guess Wimbledon started today. Big fucking whoop. Can we just get football season here? Can we get postseason done for baseball? My Rangers aren't going to make it. What they do? I didn't even see what they did yesterday. They win yesterday. Uh, MLB scores scores. Uh, what was yesterday? Yesterday was thir- Thursday. Uh, oh, we didn't play yesterday. Thank God. Sweet, we played tonight. We played the Twins. We could beat the Twins. Come on, Rangers. Uh, Gibson Ranch was the best after shop capping for two nights and three days of music. Badass. Yeah, and I didn't really get to enjoy it because of the alcohol. Don't drink like that anymore. Oh, believe me, you're not alone. Uh, I enjoyed the Gibson Ranch aftershock. The parking sucked. Uh, but, but the VIP area, like where we were, where 98 Rock was set up at Gibson Ranch, that was fantastic. I just sat on the couch all day. Back in the day, The Offspring put on a great show. I saw them at Colonial Theater in Oak fucking Park in 93 or 94. 
Some dude ripped off a theater seat and carried it through the mosh pit and dumped it on stage like a sacrifice to the punk gods. That poor theater was so fucked up at the end of the show. I loved it. I've seen the Offspring. Offspring put on a good show. And they were at Ozfest one year. I know it was weird that they were there, but they were there. Ozfest down in uh, Vegas. Uh, the aftershock was when Jane's Addiction had two girls hanging from hooks on their backs and one of the girls got stuck. Jesus. I don't understand them people that put hooks in their bodies, but hey, I guess it ain't for me to understand. Now, this story is a little strange here. <laughs> a Colorado funeral homeowner pleads guilty to selling body parts without family's consent. Now, how awful of a human being do you have to be to do this? The parking wasn't bad if you were camping, and I looked for you at the 98 Rock booth and couldn't find you. I was there all weekend. Hell, we were in between the two main stages. Um... (laughs) Uh, Megan Hess ran the Sunset Mesa Funeral Home and a human body parts business called Donor Services from the same building. She admitted in federal court Tuesday to defrauding at least a dozen families who wish for their loved ones to be cremated. (laughs) Oh, you want to be cremated? She was talking people into cremations because she could probably get a couple grand for an arm. She harvested heads, spines, legs, arms, and then sold them, mainly for surgical and education. I like how it says mostly for surgical and educational purposes. Who else is she selling them to? It doesn't say all for surgical and education purposes. She sell one to that crazy voodoo lady. <laughs> oh, she's gonna sell my family's body parts. Fuck, woman, let me get in on the deal and split the profits. What the fuck am I gonna do with my mom's ashes? She's gonna be. She's looking at fifteen years in jail. And rightfully so, you can't do that. I mean, you know, this poor family, one of these families is going to find out about it, and maybe they haven't dumped the ashes. But, like, the urn sits there, and the urn is, like, incomplete. So, so let me tell you about what was the talk of what to do with dad. Um, my dad was cremated, and, and there was talk that uh, that we were going to split him up into three parts. You know, what? both my sisters get a part and I get a part. I, I was like, that, that, you guys just go ahead and take it. 
you know, and and they did, and then they had a service for him, and I wasn't invited, but that's a whole different story. Uh, but I, I didn't want to split him up. I mean, now these people, they, they were split it up from the, what part of dad did you get? You didn't get dad's spine? That's what I admired most about him. Hey, my ashes smell like Joe Camel. See, but you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This doesn't really surprise me because you've got good people in that business that do it for ethical reasons, and the money is really good, but they're ethical about their practices. And then you get shitheads like this or the Neptune Society. Oh, whoops, did I say that? Oh, if you have a loved one that's talking about going through the Neptune Society, please try to talk them out of it. They are awful, horrible human beings. Left my dad in a refrigerated fucking storage unit for a week. I was not happy about that. Share ashes? What the actual fuck? Why not just saw up the corpse, hang a leg over the mantelpiece like an old rifle or stuff they had and put it in the dining room? And they were doing that for me. I was like, I don't want to split him up. I, and by the way, what am I going to do with his ashes? That's not dad. You know, you can get a fancy fucking jar. This is my belief here. And if I'm, if I'm upsetting you, I'm sorry. My dad. No, no, keep him all together for Christ's sake. Don't cut him apart. That's just stupid. Uh, my dad's ashes were split between his wife and his three daughters. My brothers didn't want any. I have some ashes and a piece of his hair and a little silver heart that stays on the shelf. Well, hey, everybody, look, I'm just telling you how I, I, I didn't want to do that. I just didn't want to. I was like, that's dumb. And all the shit that I had to go through the Neptune Society. I was like, come on, Dad. Why are you doing this to me now? Making me handle all the heavy lifting. Jesus. Like, like I found out. So, so I'll tell you the story. So the story goes like this. Dad dies. Neptune Society takes him. Doctor shows up. Pronounces him dead at the scene. Wheel him out. Take him to Neptune Society. So I thought right then and there, okay, we're going to get the death certificate. We'll get the official one from the county in two days. Boom, boom, boom. Well, lo and behold, that that doctor that, that pronounced him dead was not his doctor at the VA, who they couldn't get a hold of because, well, he was on vacation. And instead of going up the proper channels, they just waited. They just waited until I called and said, hey, can I get my dad's stuff? And they were like, no, the doctor's still out. I said, the doctor isn't even in town. I, I, I said, what's his number? I called him, find out he's been out of town. They said they were playing phone tag with him. So I caught them on their lie there. Then turn around, find out that they, they've been lying this whole time. I have to call the VA. I have to talk to the person in charge of the VA hospital in Reno 
to get them to sign this so we can get the death certificate so my sister can handle his will while she's in town. I'm the one who has to do all this. I'm devastated this entire time, but I'm holding it together so I can do this. I get a call from the county. They said, hey, the certificate's been filled out, and their, uh, their driver usually comes here at about 11 o'clock. I said, okay, thank you so much. I call up the Neptune Society. I said, hey, I heard my uh, your courier is picking up my dad's desk. That's what we understand. Okay, what time? Are, wh- he comes at 1230. We'll be here at 1. I said, okay, I'll be there at 101. Sure enough, I show up at 101. They look at me and they say, well, the courier, the courier didn't bring it. And I said, the courier didn't bring it, even though he has it. He didn't bring it. Why didn't he bring it? Well, we don't know. Well, I said, okay, well, you can call the courier and tell him to come back because I'm not leaving until I get my fucking dad. Well, sir, there's no reason. I, I, I said, look, look, I've been nice this entire time that you've been lying to me. Well, we haven't lied to you. I said, well, first of all, you said you were playing phone tag with my doctor, with my dad's doctor, and he's been out of town for a week. So that was a lie. And then this lie, and then this lie. I'll wait. You call him. He comes back. Well, we don't know how long that'll take. I said, you're going to make it very soon. So I sat down at about 103. At about 120, Courier comes in with that, and I take it, and I go, thank you very much. And, and I walk out, and a girl from the billing department comes out, and she's apologizing to me, doing all this kind of stuff, and had a good conversation. But still, but the, the whole thing is do not trust it, it it really sucks when people fuck with you at that time in your life. And the Neptune Society, I will never forgive you. Ever. Ever. You're supposed to make this easy. You didn't. Humans are really fucked in the head. Yep. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask for them. His wife gave it to me as a gift. I didn't see the problem with it. Oh, hey, that's okay. If you're okay. I, I just didn't want to split up my dad. That's all. <sighs> and by the way, what did she call somebody? Like, hey, hey, we got a couple of arms in. Are you looking for some rights or some lefts? Ooh, a pancreas. Uh, might have to wait a couple days on that one. We're a little backed up in the pancreas department right now. Or does she just go around selling hey? Hey, hey, we got your lungs here. How about some lungs? Anybody for a lung? And by the way, wait, you know what makes that story even more fucked up? Is that nobody put one and one together there. That she's running a funeral home and a body part store in the same building. Nobody figured that one out. Man, oh man, I tell you what, the people in that town must figure hoodwinked. Well, I had no idea she was taking the bodies from there and then selling them. That didn't even ring in my mind. Oh, God almighty, Colorado, you smoke too much marijuana. Wake up. 
It's like the digging scene in Goodfellas where they're like, here's a leg. I found a wing. <laughs> what do you want, a leg or a wing? <laughs> poor, <laughs> poor Henry's just throwing up in the corner. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Maybe you can get your Halloween bite. Maybe. Oh, that's where you call for that. Hey, man, we're looking for some cadavers. We'll have them back to you the next day or two. Um, a mom of two, Kate Hannaford, went viral after she tripped while running and ended up flashing a shocked crowd of parents, teachers, and children. Oh, my. There's a picture. It went viral. She's running, and she fell uh, on the ground, and there's, I'd say good, I don't know, 20 kids there and a few parents. And whoops-a-daisy, she falls over, and her ass in her underwear pop out. Well, uh, somebody decided to uh, send her a trophy, and the trophy is of a butt. It's her butt. They also gave her a uh, bottoms-up award, which is the, looks like a, a peach that has a pair of underwear on it. Do people not have time to do other shit except, uh, look, the poor gal's out running one day. She falls down, her ass pops out. Who has that not happened to? I mean, yeah, your kids are probably getting an eye full of ass, and you don't want to. Let's see, do you want to from this chick? Yeah, probably not from this gal. She she probably ain't the, the choice number one for, hey, whose ass do I want to see? I don't want to see hers. All right, you got a piece of everything, doesn't matter. <laughs> My dad flew from Kansas to California with my great-grandmother's ashes. Uh, when he went through airport security, they wanted to open them, and he said, you go ahead as long as you have a way to seal my grandma back up. They let him go on his way. Yeah, they, they're, they're touchy on that because they can't scan through it, and you have to pretty much tell them and show them the death certificate and go, hey, it's these ashes, do-do-do, they'll usually let you through. But once again, it's a TSA, and they broke my Hall of Fame trophy, so... There you go. What's going on in the mirror? Let's see. Let's see what's happening in jolly old London, huh? Declan Donnelly left heartbroken. His beloved brother who conducted his wedding dies at fifty-five. Don't care. Where's the odd news? Love Island. Who knows? All right. Well, go away from that. Anything good happening this weekend? I know the what movie that comes out this weekend is what, Thor? Is that the big one? I know that Christopher has a movie review, a great movie review, up at uh, uh, all my uh, social medias. Let's see. Uh, Fandango. Let's see what else comes out this weekend. Because I'm not going to go see this Thor movie. All right, let's see what's playing at my local theater. Thor. 
Minions. Oh, Christ. Kaduvu. Have y'all noticed they've been playing a lot more like Hindu-type movies around? The Black Phone, which everybody says good. Elvis is still playing Lightyear. No, I don't want to see Lightyear. I hope that flops. Top Gun, Colin Maverick, and Sing. All right, no movies in this weekend. No movies to see. An appalled Hong Kong hotel guest captured the scandalous moments two shameless couples decided to get the doopty doopty on in the facility's jacuzzis. A video of their hot tub hanky panky session is blowing up online. So, oh my. So, okay, so, oh wow. There you go. So this is like a room on top of another room, and you can see down into this room's jacuzzi, and you can see this couple. Well, he's he's having a, a a taste of clam, if you will. Oh, and then he's going to go to the derriere. Whoopsie daisy! And this lady filmed the whole thing. Now, is that being a voyeur, or is that just dumb luck? Like I, I'm, I'm not gonna complain to the 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 management down below that hey, I looked out my window and there's jacuzzi below me. You know, the guy was fucking her in the ass. Be like, well, okay, people at hotels. I mean, it would be like it would almost be like complaining about going to a nightclub. You're in a nightclub for God's sake. What do you think is gonna happen at a nightclub? People are drinking and doing drugs. Yeah. There are women there, and uh, and then people have guns. Yeah. So anyway, go ahead. I mean, people in hotel rooms, you know, they're they're going to have liquor, and they're going to probably be doing drugs and having sex, and there, there's guns. Uh, despite Elvis giving me a slight headache from the five million editing cuts and flashing lights, it was a damn good movie. The dude nailed the voice. Oh, I I thought it, I thought it was a great movie. Somebody. Uh, I was talking to somebody yesterday, and they were talking about how, well, this is this is more a movie about, you know, his manager. And, and, yes, it's a movie about his manager and how the manager duped Elvis all those years. Cowboys Girl says, you're just nosy and need to get laid. Yeah, I mean, but. Uh, okay, so does it change? Does it change this way? I don't know what kind of hotel this is. It's in Hong Kong. And, well, since I ain't never been to Hong Kong, I don't know if this is like a Holiday Inn Express or something. I I, I know this ain't the Shangri-La where where they're having, you know, torrid sex around the pool. But let's say that that, that you, you get to your room, mom and dad, and then there's little Junior or little Juniette. And they go to the window, and they see this guy munching on this chick's ass. Do you complain then? I just tell my kid to stay away from the window. I mean, you're at a hotel, for God's sakes. Once again, the Imus thing. That would be the Horror Day in Express. I'm sorry. I apologize. 
If they're hot, I'm watching. If they're troglodytes, I'm watching TV instead. Now, now let me ask you this. Let, let me ask you this. Would this be wrong? And you know whenever I say that, it's going to be. What if you were to go out to your balcony? Let's say that your, your balcony has a hot tub, too. I would sit in there and I would throw stuff down at them while they were doing it. I mean, like throw like like like. I, I don't know what I'm throwing down there, but I'm gonna throw shit down there. If I got cheese, it's I'll throw cheese it's down there. <laughs> you don't want to throw anything too heavy because you don't want to hurt them. And if you miss, you're about eight stories up, so that's gonna be a lot worse. I rub one out and rain on them. Oh, my God. Oh, how great would that be? You get one of them super soakers, and you hang that over the edge, and you take some of the hot water out to where it feels like it's peeing on them. Oh, that would be fantastic. Or you actually just pee on them. I, I, I don't know which one you'd prefer. See, I'd probably get impatient and yell fucker in the butt already. Or you come out and there you go. Ma'am and sir in the sixth floor who are who are engaging in coitus right now. Because you got the whole pool area below them and everybody could hear it. Oh, that's what I'd probably do. I'd probably yell something. Coitus alert. Coitus alert. Sixth floor. Coitus alert. Coitus alert. It's awesome catching people doing shit like that. (laughs) You see her bush and you know, wig, 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 wig. Oh, my gosh. That would be too funny. See that that kind of shit doesn't happen to me because I would I would see how can I make it a story? How can I make it a story? Because complaining about it isn't going to make it a story, and just ignoring it is not going to make it a story. You know you got to figure out yeah what you're going to do. Well, this is one of the greatest headlines I've ever read. My waxing lady told me I may have a problem because I'm so hairy. Okay, it's a TikTok video. I'm watching this lady dance back and forth. Strobe lights. I'm about to have a stroke. I, I don't know what that was, but I mean, you're really hairy. You might have PCOS, polycystic ovary syndrome. Oh, that's hairy. We we ha- we know the condition's name now, which will remind me of the greatest magazine I ever purchased for gift, and that was a magazine called Hair to Stay. 
she kicked off with you're really hairy, you might have PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome. She was also told that she was dirty for keeping her armpit hair. She has armpit hair? Oh, goddamn, she's got a lot of armpit hair. She might have more armpit hair than me. I don't know. I th- it, that, that's got to be like, is that a deal breaker? Like a girl's got hairy armpits. I mean, I, I understand a couple days. I get it. I, I, I'm lazy as, to, as well. But, I mean, this, this gal's got full-on arm hair, underarm hair. She's got, like, mad, mad man underarm hair. This is the kind of underarm hair that turns into hairy shoulders. But, hey, if you can, you know, put up with that, that's fine. I'm just talking about my truths. Underarm hair. On that hard-hitting inductory hair story, audio's familia. Have a great weekend, and don't fuck on a hotel balcony. Well, do, but make sure you let us know so we can get a story out of it. Oh, man. Oh, we, we, we have to travel now, ass family. We, we have to take a small little trip, little detour. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Yep, uh, Florida is kicking off a year-long tax-free holiday on diapers and other baby items. Let the birthings begin. Uh, So, uh, as part of Ron DeSantis' administration, a $1.2 billion tax relief package... Families are going to be able to save for things that really matter. Diapers, clothes, and shoes for babies and toddlers will be tax-free for a year. Children's books will be tax-free for three months starting in May and will go through August 14th, lending right into the school year. Disaster preparedness uh, stuff is tax-free in May. Freedom Week, I don't know what that means. Energy Star Appliances. Home gardening, back to school, tool time. Wow, you can buy fucking tax-free tools there? That'd be cool. Uh, And the month-long tax holiday on fuel begins October 1st and is expected to lower gas prices by about 25 cents a gallon. So look at that, Florida. Man, oh man, Ron DeSantis is turning shit around there. Oh, wait, then we have stories like this. A Florida town is locked down after killer snails the size of rats frighten residents. Why are residents afraid of these things? It's not like these snails are going to run them down. The species, which are native to Africa, have been discovered in areas in Florida with authorities issuing alerts. 
The African land snail can carry the parasite lungworm. Yeah, you think that's bad? Anything called lungworm is terrible. And it could also spark meningitis in humans. So this is what we do. We find all these fucking snails. We put people in, you know, the the hazmat suits. We put them in a big old bag. We tie up that bag, and we put it in a trash compactor, and we kill them fucking slime hoes. They're snails. Use salt. There you go. I told DeSantis is a fascist. If that's what a fascist looks like, then I guess it can't be all that bad. Yeah. Oh, my God. These things are the size. They're huge. The mammoth snails are known to reproduce quickly and could make around 1,200 eggs a year. Man, where where is that damn salt? Because they don't have any natural predators. They are hard to get rid of. Oh, they got a natural predator. It's called me. In all my battles against snails, I am undefeated. They used a pesticide called metadelphite. Why, why don't you just use common salt and make these bastards eat themselves up? I'm tired of all these motherfucking snails on this motherfucking Florida. Only Florida would have the same fucking giant killer snails. I mean, they've got bears, alligators, snakes, monkeys. They have monkeys in Florida. And now they have killer snails. Florida, you are turning into Australia with all the shit that can kill you there. Escargo for No, man. You ain't going to, uh, that's something I probably ain't ever going to try. I, y- y'all can talk about how good escargot is, and I'll believe you. But I, I've stepped on too many snails in my life to even want to think about eating that. Ugh. Florida's the Australia of America. It really, Well, I like to look at it this way. I believe Australia is the world's Florida. That's the way I I like to look at it like that. I think that puts Florida down a little bit more. Now, whoever wrote this, They don't have a sense of humor. See, I I, I can do it. Let, let me read this story. I'm going to read the headline to you the way it's written, and then I'll, I'll read it the corrected way that I've corrected. Florida teen, 17, whose leg was ripped open by a nine-foot shark before her brother beat it off her vows to return to the sea as soon as she heals and she undergoes three-hour above-the-knee amputation. Now, it sounds bad, but think about the funny way you could write that. Florida teen, comma, 17, comma, whose leg was ripped off by a nine-foot shark before her brother beat it off, comma, 
you take the word her out of there. So you read it, Florida teen, whose leg was ripped off by a nine-foot shark before her brother beat it off, vows to return to the sea as soon as she heals as she undergoes a three-hour above-the-knee amputation. Now, see, that's funny. That, that would be funny. And then we have to realize, oh, wait, this is a stupid ass who is going to end up losing a leg because of a shark bite saying, I'm going back in the water. Yeah, you're going back in the water, and guess what? You ain't 100%. Them sharks are going to know it. They got your scent down there. They know what you taste like. Maybe they like you. You jump in the water, and you got all your, your stuff in there, and boom, all of a sudden you get the other leg bit off. <sighs> she ended up losing her leg and might have been killed if her brother, who's an EMT, had not intervened and beaten the shark off. Her. Uh, he carried his sister to this boat before a stranger on another boat came to assist. Brother put a tourniquet around his sister's upper right leg to stop the bleeding before the being airlifted to the hospital 80 miles away. She said, once I'm, my leg is healed, I'm going back into the water. And, I, you know, I'm just going to say this right now. If I'm her brother and I heard her say that and I go, look, you got your one. You got your one. I, I saved you the one time. I love when dads kick soccer balls and they hit the kids in the head. <laughs> I just saw one. It was just random out of nowhere. Dad's just playing around with soccer ball. He's going to kick it to the kid. Kid's not paying attention. What the hell? Down goes child. <laughs> the slow-mo. Boom. Boy, he took that damn kid off his feet. Holy shit, that's funny. Oh, to see it in slow-mo was even better. Oh, that made my entire day. Uh, Let's see. Oh, that's her? Boy, she's kind of a hottie. She's going to be a one-legged hottie now. Brother posing with her her at the hospital. Be like, bitch, you go back in the water, you're going to, guess what? You're staying in the water. You don't survive a shark attack and then go back in the water. Oh, man. Well, I guess that is going to do it for uh, us today and this week, ass family. That's right. I'm out of stories. We'll get more in. I promise we'll be back on Monday. We'll be back here. You'll have great stories from the weekend, how you got your party on, how you got your drink on, whatever. But, hey, if you do that, make sure you get a ride home, an Uber, a Lyft, cab, what have you. Get home safe so you're back here on Monday. And remember that every room is better. Why? Because you're in there. Uh, Until Monday, y'all have a fantastic weekend. And uh, adios, everybody. Without me, would you think it a better world? Or would you-
is outside waiting to arrest him.